the intro. Are we ready, everyone? Mm. Do we have to sing the intro? No, not yet. That could be fun. Um, well, what would you sing? Oh. Is the intro mm. to the yeah. Far and Wide podcast. <laughs> we are going to talk about Jesus. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about worship. This should probably sound better if this is a podcast about worship. <laughs> <laughs> And that is why worship, it's important that it's from the heart first, everyone. That it's authentic. Like that, that from Brett, that was the most authentic thing I've heard all day. I don't think I need to do an intro, but I think you've, you've smashed that one. No, no. no. Yeah, you have. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a proper, no. I don't need to do another one. You've done it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Bienvenidos a la podcast de hoy. Welcome everybody to episode three of the Far and Wide podcast. It's a tr- Brett, Brett is embarrassed because I'm going to use what he's just done as the intro, <laughs> but I think it will truly bless the ears of all who hear it today. Yeah. Um, oh man! So yeah, uh, welcome back. Welcome back. We're excited. We're pumped. It's uh, well, normally it's Monday, not today. It's Thursday. It's the 20th of August. It is 8 o'clock in the United Kingdom, but for some of us, it is not 8 o'clock, is it, Ashton? Nah, it's 2 o'clock. 2 in o'clock. afternoon. 2 p.m. In Texas. Nick Nick Texas. Where is it? Nacogdoches. got it. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. I say it like a duchess. Nacogdoches. You got it. There's a G in there, too, in the spelling. There's a lot of things in there that are that are, that probably shouldn't be. Uh, but wherever you are in the world, you are most welcome to be with us today. Um, so, I've we've chatted a little bit, but as always, every week we have someone different apart from myself. Our main constant, as the sun rises, I am here once again. But we have Ashton and Brett with us today. Woo! Yeah. So, guys, as always, we tend to do just a little introduction to yourself, anything you feel is relevant to the ears and the mind of the lovely person listening to this today. So, who would like to begin with the intro? Brett, let's have it. All right. Um, my name is Brett. and Hi, Brett. I, first and foremost, am a son of, am a son of God. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Oh, that's the holiest yeah. intro we've had yet. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting for years to pull out that level of cringe. Oh, um, that was maximum <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, well, no, but really, um, I so I started with Fire and Wide kind of near the start. Um, met Joel and Esther once. Don't remember that. And they met them again and they invited me along to uh, Far and Wide and uh, started working with them. No, I remember that. that was, <laughs> the second time was memorable. They made me remember. Um, <laughs> uh, and that was, that, that was kind of how I started to get involved. Um, I am a drummer. That's how I started to fall in love with worship. I started drumming at church back at home um, and just grew up in an atmosphere where worship was just celebrated as an amazing way of honoring honoring god and so i got raised in that and that's why i why i love worship yeah amazing yeah and you're the uh i was going to say you're the only drummer we well you're the only drummer we have officially aren't you so if your arms break we're stuffed Uh, you're not too (laughs) bad no i'm all right (laughs) yeah as as the intro clearly represented (laughs) (laughs) you went full in you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna shine like a star today straight off the bat yeah um and in my spare time um aka my working life i work (laughs) in the nhs doing what half doctory things I'm a physician associate. No one knows what that is. <laughs> I know what that is. That's great. Oh, oh well, that's I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you and the rest of the UK. First um, thing that popped into my head was, you know how Doctor Who has a companion? Yeah, that's basically it, but in medicine. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I'm learning. I just started. It's great. Oh, that's great. Brilliant. Cool. Thanks, Brett. Sweet. Okay, I'm Ashton. Um, I am from Texas, but 
moved to the UK six months ago um, after hearing a word from the Lord. And so, yeah, so I moved to Sheffield and met these amazing people and um, joined Far and Wide, which was awesome. I remember the first time I met Latifa. I went to this worship night she was leading, and while she was leading, I was like, oh my gosh, like this, like this anointing, the presence of God, like (laughs) when she sings, things are like breaking in the atmosphere. Like, this is so cool. Like, I don't even know what that means, but that was what was happening. And so I was, I like, afterward, I like went up to her and was like, hey, so, so you're anointed and I want to be friends and I... (laughs) I think you're cool. And that was it. She was like, yes, I am cool. And we should be friends. (laughs) She didn't say that. I I didn't say that. Um, I actually was quite uh, taken aback because in in Britain, in the British lands, we don't do that to people. (laughs) We just hope that they'll be friends with us at some point. Um, So I was, I I appreciated your boldness. So, Mm. yeah. It's definitely not the cool thing to do, but it was just what was happening inside of me. So I had to share that with well, you. Well, I appreciate That's it because it meant that you're now part of this wonderful worship. Yeah, because then experience. Tifa invited me to come check it out and it was great. Boom. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. So wonderful, wonderful introductions, guys. I feel like I know you at least half as much more wait that wasn't good math uh (laughs) what would that be Uh, this this is not the time (laughs) twice as much no because but you don't you don't know us twice as much do you feel like you know us less now that we've said that that's what it sounded like i was saying but that wasn't my intention no anyway 0.5 more how about that great let's go for that today the topic of conversation is authenticity in worship and um this came about so when we had the idea to start this podcast um much like everything we do you know we all chip in and this particular idea came from the brain of ashton um so that's why she's here particularly for this one so um uh yeah we're just going to talk about it. What normally happens is I write one question down and it is, what is this thing? So like last week we did about the um, uh, the devotional Joel brought. First week was about something. It was a long time ago, I forget. But normally my first question is just define this thing. So today is no different. Mm. What is authenticity and to you listening i would encourage you maybe pause it before we start talking how i think Mm. for yourself because i think it's one of those words that much like many many words in the english language we say a lot we hear a lot but we don't stop to think about what it means to me um what the the word actually means because words are really powerful they carry a lot so have a think for yourself what is authenticity um but yeah you guys what are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Authenticity. And we'll try and come at this for now um, in a non-Christian manner, perhaps, if you can help it. Yeah. If God sneaks in, I'll allow it. Oh, but, in a Christian manner. Yeah, it's a challenging way to think about things, I think. But it, mm. it, it makes stuff, to me, <clears throat> if I just think, what does it mean to me if I take God out of it for now? Some reveals stuff to me every now and then. So, but like I say, if you if you mention God, I won't kick off. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. The first thing that pops into my head is um, like talking about a a friend or someone you know who's authentic. Um, you know, playing playing in the field of you know taking God out of it for a second. Um, imagine, you know, you're, you're talking with some people and a friend comes up in conversation and you go, oh, they're, they're really authentic. Like you can trust them. That's the first thing, you know, what the first thing that you think of is they're a genuine person. What they say is what they mean. How they live is a reflection of what's inside them. Um, and they're trustworthy. That's the first thing that pops into mm. my head. Um, ah. so I guess kind of, am I allowed to transition? <laughs> you may. Transitioning <laughs> that to 
kind of worship, uh, authenticity will be, you know, what you're saying is a reflection of what is going on in, in your heart and in your in your mind. Um, and I, I think that's part of the importance of thinking about what you're saying in worship, or, you know, mm-hmm. and at least in that aspect of it, and how you're how you're approaching it, that you come with us with a um, with a sense of being genuine and um, knowing that God is trustworthy as well. So you say that what you say is what is going on in your heart and your mind. So maybe a follow up question. How is that differ from integrity in any way, would you say? Or is it the same thing? Um, integrity sounds like it's a lot to do with someone's character. And I guess that is kind of, you know, more associated with virtue and values and what you hold dear and, you know, what what you would, uh, you know, say would be your action in a certain circumstance. I think authenticity is more slanted towards, you know, this is who I am and it's more personality and identity based rather than virtue and action, even though the two are kind of linked. Wow. Well, that was, that's a good answer. Brett I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Brett is phenomenal. <laughs> like, Whoa. We're just, let's just let Brett talk. Because... I, thought, <laughs> I asked him that and I was like, I've she got is. him. I've got him here. He's going to have to think about it. He's going to have to absolutely think knocked out the park there. Wow. Right. Well, thank you for listening to today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was like concise. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Brett. Well, Brett, you should well thank you, Lord, for that because that doesn't sound like it came from me. That was <laughs> That's good. No, really good. Uh, and I think an important distinction to make, as you say, um, there's a different, there's a, a reason rather why they are different words. So hmm. um, that's really good. Yeah. Ashton, um, what, yeah, what would you say authenticity is? And then while you're talking about that, maybe share why, why you brought this forward. You know, is it something you're passionate about, particular, um, something that you have been, I guess, in conversation with God about, etc., etc.? Yeah, authenticity is being yourself, Um, like not being a copy, not copying the way someone else does something or something that you've seen, but but really being bringing who you are. So exactly what Brett said. Um, I think I feel passionate about it. It was funny because. I, I said, this is something that I'm interested in, and I shared it with Latifa, and then she was like, all right, and you're going to be on the podcast. And I was like, ha, ah, you, know? <laughs> you, you know, what you don't realize is that, like, I think it matters a lot to me because this is something that I feel, I feel like a lot of the time, you know, I hear in my mind this lie, like, you're a fraud. You're not really, like, this, like, you're not really mm. this way or whatever. And so I'm, I feel like I'm constantly, if I'm being real, I feel like I'm constantly battling that thing in my mind of, um, you know, who, who I believe I am, who God says I am, uh, if you bring God into it, um, who God says I am. And then, you know, I'll hear this lie that's like, you're not, you're not actually being real. Like, are you just, I don't know, (laughs) you're, you're a fraud. That's like really the thing that comes into my mind the most. In 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 what way? Like in, um, yeah. Can you maybe expand on like what you mean by what is fraudulent about what you're doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it, is it really, is it really my desire to worship Mm. or am I just doing what I think I'm supposed to do? Am I just doing what everybody's doing? Am I just, Mm. am I just like raising my hands and going after it? It's, it's kind of the integrity thing. Like, do I do that when I'm sitting alone Mm. at home, you know, or is it when I'm around other people that are also going for it and worship? Um, and so I think you know, if you miss your quiet time or if you, it's just this, you know, this, um, if you, if you aren't doing the typical Christian-y things, like consistently, then just 
feeling like you're not good enough or you're not actually who you say you are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that it's funny because it really, it hits something like the word authenticity. It's like something we all want. Everybody wants authenticity, especially in our generation. I feel like people are like, I'm done with fake stuff. So people are leaving the church because they see things that don't look authentic to them. Yeah, true. And you know, and, and so all of us want authenticity for ourselves and for the world around us. We want everyone to be themselves. Maybe we can chat about how do we think we get there then? How do we get to a place where we are an authentic human being? Because off, you know, straight off the bat, I think that it can be the way you don't have you can be authentic and not be a good person like it doesn't mean <laughs> that you're morally upstanding as long as you're true to yourself you can be the most horrific human being on planet earth and you are still more wow. authentic than wow you know most i would say yeah so it's not about that it's not about am i you know this way this way that way but do I live my life true to the fact that I am this way, this way, that way? Mm. Immediately, I'm like, well, that shifts things a little bit for me because I, it makes it harder, actually, because I'm like, before then, there's some clear goals for me to go after, you know? Maybe be a bit kinder, um, you know, be a bit more thoughtful, be more generous. But actually, let's rewind it. Am I those things in the first place mm. uh, To in order to be authentic about that um so i guess that's my initial thought on it but what what would you say to how do we get there how do we reach that point of being an authentic human being um so i i've had a bit of a kind of wake up moment recently um this was before lockdown when we were still having you know big old party town worship uh... (laughs) name of the next album sorted yeah you're welcome party town and i you know i i love you know extravagant outwardly joyful worship um Mm -hmm. and for a long time i i guess i you know i i don't actually think this is true anymore but i i thought that authenticity meant you know that outward joyful or at least you know um kind of extroverted uh expression of of worship and at least of like song worship um Mm -hmm. i was like you know to be to be genuinely like all out for god you have to be singing really loudly with your hands up in the air and Mm -hmm. um i i had a moment where i was in party time worship and uh (laughs) i i was trying to do that but i kept getting distracted by everyone else who was not doing that and i was getting angry like you know true honesty with myself i was frustrated and angry with the other people that they weren't giving you know giving Mm. to god what he deserved at least from my perspective what i saw Mm. was people you know just kind of standing there waiting for the songs to be over so they could hear the talk and then go home for their lunch that's that's that was my perspective um and i i I got upset. I had to, I had to, you know, sit, sit down in the corner and just pray and be like, God, why am I feeling this way? And help me. I, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I thought it was like this righteous, like, you know, oh, everyone should be, you know, giving God what yeah. he deserves. Um, and, and as I started to say that to God, he was just like, boom, no, <laughs> that's, that's not what's going on here you're judging and you're, you know, you're seeing through man's eyes. I'm the one that sees their heart. I'm the one who knows what's going on with them. And you don't know what is going on in their heart. You know, you know, you have to trust them mm. and trust God that he's working in their lives as well. He said, trust me. Mm. And I, I had a, you know, 180 degree spin around moment where I was like, I have no idea what's going on in these people's hearts. I am standing here with my hands raised, worshiping, in a way i think is authentic but this you know they could be completely authentically praying and being honest with god in their hearts and i can't see that who am i to judge who am i to say that their worship isn't beautiful in god's eyes 
Mm. And that was a huge spin around moment for me where, you know, coming back to what you asked, the start of authenticity is recognizing that we can't really see it with our eyes. Um, we have to, you know, I, I really feel that authenticity is God seeing our hearts and us being honest with God in our hearts. And it's where we can't see it outwardly. Someone could look super authentic in worship by the world standards, but in reality, only, only God knows what's going on in our hearts. And that's the start of it to not judge others, but mainly focus on, focus on our hearts in line with God. Yeah, very good. And um, I think what you're describing there from the perspective of a worship leader as well, um, I guess because we can share that. That's extra because it's it's not right, but you do sometimes feel responsible for everyone's engagement when they're worshiping, and so I think more so um, than I think if you were just in the congregation, you can have the same emotions for sure. But I find a lot when you're leading um, worship, you're vulnerable to experiencing that kind of like, come on, guys! Like uh, from the outside, it looks like but i think sometimes what's happening is you're just feeling the burden of everybody's worship which is um it's, it's not the case i think sadly though it happens a lot of the time to people and um, myself included and so yeah again had to have that kind of awareness and wake up call that well it's not on me you know god like they're here to worship you it's your thing i'm just kind of being the the palm sunday donkey if you like I'm carrying you in and you don't know my name and I'm done. Um, but with, with everything, you know, you can know the thing and then forget. Or for some reason, you forget in the moment, don't you? You have like the awareness, yeah. you have the revelation. And then two weeks later, it's like you never had it. <laughs> so it's just a constant journey, isn't it? Of like, for sure, yeah. you know, uh... when Brett was talking, I was thinking about, um, the scripture that says is in first john 3 that says um for when our heart condemns us god is greater than our heart and he knows everything so it's just thinking about what brett had said about how god is the one that looks at the heart and um for me personally i find that scripture comforting like when our mm-hmm. when our own heart condemns us when our own heart is like <laughs> you know you're whatever mm-hmm. it's like God is the one who knows and yeah he's the one that has made us like he knows he knows who we are and what we are and that he has made us into new creatures um and that's that's how he views us because of the body and blood of Jesus Mm. what would you say for how do you approach growing in authenticity I've yeah, I've been learning how to just sit with him, um, how to sit and wait and and learn how to how to love him and know him and talk with him when it's just me and him. Um and, you know, not just in front of others or not just in corporate worship. And I think this time, um, with COVID has been helpful in a way, uh, cause there's been a lot of alone time, <laughs> mm. um, to just sit and, and seek to know him and, and to hear what he says about me. I think hearing what he says, like we sing those songs all the time, like I am who you say I am and whatever, mm. but it's, it's like really sitting and listening to him is the only thing that brings peace to my heart about who I am. Like, is hearing him say, like, Ashton, this is how I see you. Um, yeah, that's that's been the only thing. People can tell me all day long, like, oh, you're this, you're this, I see this in you. But it's like hearing it from him, sitting with him and, and letting him tell me what he sees. Mm. Um, and then sitting in that and then doing it again the next day. <laughs> the next day. Um, yeah, I think that that is, that is for me the only way to be authentic and to know who I am. You can't, how can you be who you are if you don't know who you are? 
Yeah. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. And I think, I think for a lot of people, they're they're almost flung into like church culture, Christian life. You're flung into it, and so because like we're honest, we have to learn how to do everything, mm. right? Everything we do, we learn how to do it. And the same is with worship. And so I think when you experience uh, Christianity like at 100 miles an hour from the start, um, you are, you've you learnt how to do something a certain way. So I think you're totally right. It's really important to like go back, take it back to, um, you know, how am I relating to God? How am I experiencing God in, on, by myself in my own time as me? what has he said of me and what does that mean who does that mean that i am because i think it's really easy to live your you could live your whole life through everyone else i think i think with worship especially we talked about it last podcast as well but it's in this particular it's very easy to to feel like um or convince yourself even that you're doing something authentically um because that's the only way you know you know you know, well, and like you were saying before, well, I know if I put my hands up like this or, you know, I clap at this particular point in this song or whatever, then, you know, I've got it down. Um, and then, but never giving yourself the chance or never taking the time out to just be like, well, really simply, like, why do I worship? Like, what what is my answer to that question? Like, why do I do it? Is it just because, just because, you know? It's like, why do I shower? Why do I brush my teeth? You know, why do I have peanut butter on my toast? Why do I cut it this way? What have you been taught, and what have you developed in your own experience of your life? So, you know, why do I worship? Is is simple but really good question to ask yourself. I think, um, but, well, because I, when I asked myself that for the first time, I was very surprised by the answer i'll tell you that much <laughs> um and like for me personally it was very much because i became a christian later on i was like i was only 18 um which in hindsight now i was young but then i was the oldest i've ever been so nonetheless <laughs> um very later on in my life um and so I was very intentional about looking like I was doing things properly, like you were saying at the start, Britt. Yeah. And it took me years. It put me in a bit of a back foot. Um, so it took me years to realise that it needed, to, if it was going to be authentic, it had to be more than that. Um, something that's deserving of God, it was not, in my opinion. The thing is with him, though, you bring all what you've got, and he still delights in it, which blows my mind. I can't really wrap my head around it, <laughs> but you know, thank you, Lord. Wow. Um, but that shouldn't stop you from wanting to, I think, grow uh, in your worship and how you experience and uh, and give give your worship to Him. Yeah, a, a practical way that um, I've been thinking about being more authentic in worship or something that we've tried recently has been doing the, what you're most uncomfortable doing in, in, as an expression of worship, Ooh. Um, really pushing the boat out there. What? Um, okay. What is your, what's your thing? High Anglican liturgy. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> so I have a fiance. I think I forgot to mention that. She's amazing. Um, t- we're getting married. T- obviously. That was implied by the word <laughs> fiance. That's what it means, yeah. But in order to do that, we had we essentially were forced to go to, well, not forced, we chose to go to these um, even songs where we had sat and listened to liturgy and that was a form of worship. And I think we spoke about this before, but it's it was initially jarring and difficult and really stretching to be like this is way outside of my comfort zone but in that place was a chance for god to creep in and get in to my heart when i was not 
going through the motions, going and doing the pattern and rhythm of what I called worship. Because, um, you know, we, we're talking about worship in sung form, but there's so many different types of worship. Worship is our lives pointing towards God in everything we do. And it's easy to forget that and limit ourselves to saying worship is on a Sunday when I'm singing or when we're going to a far and wide party worship night. I need to stop saying that. <laughs> and, <laughs> I really and, like it. I, I'm going to push for it. Yeah, let's push for it. Let's go for it. Let's see what Joel says. <laughs> and the, it, that's I'd, I'd really encourage anyone who's listening who has done the same style of worship over and over again to be like, how have people throughout all of history worshipped? Like some people had to do it in secret. Some people, they would be killed if they worshipped the way that we worship today. So how do people in, you know, for example, Syria worship when they are, you know, persecuted and can't go outside? And there's that their worship is still, you know, God sees that as authentic. It, it's not mm-hmm. just because it's different. It, it doesn't mean that it is not worship. So I think it's easy for us to put ourselves in a worship bubble, a worship box. And, yeah. you know, little challenge try doing the opposite of what you're comfortable with in worship look at how monks worship and try that for a bit um yeah christian monks (laughs) Um, disclaimer christian monks (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i said that or yeah like different denominations or throughout history there's I feel like we have so much to learn from how other people have worshipped and how other people have sought God, sought after God. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. It's silence for me. Mm. I can't be doing with silence. So immediately when you when you said that, I was like, "Yeah, that's my that's my Achilles heel, man." Yeah. How long can you sit in silence for without <sighs> needing to? I mean, something. a lot more now. It's honestly like training for a marathon. <laughs> I do, that's how it feels. I'm exhausted at the end of it. Progressive the mental, overload. The amount of mental, yeah, uh, I carb up for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the amount, for me, the amount of mental endurance I need to do it is colossal. Because for a long time, I filled my space, my physical space with sound. So... Um, and then mm. I realised that it was stopping me from being able to hear God because it's like, well, how do you expect to be able to hear him if you've got Abba playing 24-7? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> true story. So, there's silence for me, practising uh, that silence, which is is a form of worship, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Wow. What would you say yours is, Ashton? Whilst we're sharing. Uh, I feel, I also, I also feel like silence is death to me. And, <laughs> I mean, it's just, wow. like, just like, just like sitting, you know, just, yeah, sitting and not, not doing, I would much rather be like doing stuff mm. than being, which mm. I think is a lot, a mm. lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's definitely a challenge, but that is where, when I can quiet myself, where I hear him. Something I heard that was uh, a big wake-up call to me is that uh, no matter what I do, God God still loves me the same. There's nothing I can do, good or bad, that will change how great his love is for us. And that's, you know, for the better or for the worse. Like, he can't love us more. Mm. He can't love us less. It's perfect. He is love. And so that that gave me permission to be silent and do nothing and be like, you know what? He he loves me perfectly no matter what I'm doing. Because, um, I, yeah, I had to give myself permission to do nothing as well. That's tough. Yeah. That it is. That it is. To be fair, I mean, I'll be honest. We like honesty here. Only in a spiritual capacity am I against doing nothing. Any other time, happy to sit <laughs> in my chair and do absolutely nothing. 
Uh, <laughs> I won't lie to you. I won't lie, but you know, that's why that's something for me to to work on. Luckily, as you say, Brett, uh, God still loves me. Well, I hear you, Lord. I hear you. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry. I'll work. On <laughs> I hear. We're nearly. We're nearly the end, guys. Last question, I think. Ooh. Last question. I know. It's just flowed. It's just flowed naturally, like a babbling brook. Babble, babble. Like a... <laughs> Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> that's that's exactly what brooks sound like. People would be like, "Ooh, why can I hear a brook all of a sudden?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is what we're talking about important? I think it's important because Jesus gave his life for me, not some glittering image that I've mm. created. Mm. You know, that it's like about bringing him what he paid for. Mm. It's about bringing him, it's like a sacrifice of praise like like letting letting myself be like letting my life be that sacrifice of praise um and like really bringing him the just everything like the the real of mm -hmm. where i am right now um and coming before him with that even if it's not you know it's not perfect and it's not everything i want it to be but just coming and bringing where i am and like that that is what he paid for so that's what he wants that's all mm. that he wants from us so it's just because of his worth like we just come because he's worthy of all of us of where we are yeah. right now yeah oh yeah i like that, I like that. oh lord i don't think i, like I can say that better <laughs> <laughs> And once again, thank you for listening to today's <laughs> For myself, why is it important? I mean, we, we're doing this in chunks. You know, we're doing one episode at a time. We're talking about one thing specifically at a time. But, you know, uh, it's not... I don't think this is cliche. People say it's cliche, but it's not because it's true. You know, our whole life is an act of worship. Yeah. It's holistic. So this particular thing being authentic to who you are is arguably one of the most important things i think in our faith and how we experience our faith and how we engage with god because if if that's not lining up nothing else it's like a um it's a shaky foundation it's not a true representation a of what god says and who he says you are and um to be who you actually are because of that so i think it's got to be um it's got to be one of the most important things because everything else if if that's not sorted because i'm thinking authenticity here similar to kind of what you're saying us ashton is i understand who i am because of what god says and I'm going to behave like that is the case. That's how I would reduce this broth to authenticity. That's what. So, <laughs> if I'm saying that, then I think it's so important because everything is going to come from that. Everything's going to grow from that. And it's okay if you're like, well, I don't think I can say that because God is gracious. And if you pray for it, he will get you to a place and give you opportunity for you to become aware that maybe you're not there yet with it. I, I think because we're born and then we have to live our lives, actually most of us have to, it's very rare to be that way from the start. I think you have to have the realisation and go, okay, stuff's quite, not quite lined up. I haven't quite understood what he said of me. And I haven't taken it on board, and I want to change that. And I want to be this daughter of the king. I want to be his precious child. You know, someone who gives life everywhere I go. Someone who breathes God. Someone who brings a presence. Someone who's able to heal. Um, you know, raise dead. All the shenanigans that he says we're called to do. And in our worship especially, because that's an outpouring, isn't it, of 
really what what we've experienced. Everyone, well, I think, we're, well, you can disagree, but when we're worshiping, we only have our own lives to go off, don't we? And so, for the most part, that's what we're praising. That's what we're shouting about because we're like, this is true. Look at me and how you've done this, and that's so exciting. And it gets you pumped, son. Whether that means you raise your hands or not is up to you. No judgment. Um, so I think it takes it next level when you click click into what the truth of what God has said about you, and you're plugged into that, and that is the the source of everything that you do, including how you worship. So I think it's very important. In summary, let's go into my TED talk. <laughs> it's so good, and That's it, awesome. it it makes me think about. I feel like the starting point for that is is coming like coming with with where we are, as we said earlier, and knowing that all of that is accepted by the Father right now, mm-hmm. like that all that I am honestly like where I am right now all of it is like embraced by the father right now like it's mm-hmm. not like he's looking into the future and like I like that Ashton that's like way in the future <laughs> like where you're gonna be when you're old like you're so wise then like mm-hmm. can't wait till you get there you know <laughs> he's like right now where I am he's like bring it in like that like that's my girl you know Mm. whereas if i'm like coming and i'm like look at me and i've like put all like put a face on and like made myself something different and i'm like do you accept me now and he's like whoa where are you in there no like where are you um so yeah i think it's being found by the father where we are like right now in this place and being accepted and then we can accept ourselves. Yeah. And so then we're not worried about putting on a face or trying to be something else because we have accepted ourselves because the Father accepts us. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Thoughts? <laughs> what was the question? Was important. <laughs> it is important. Um, <laughs> I think you guys have put it amazingly. Um, I don't know if I can add to that, but I can definitely add my perspective, which is um, that I think it's important because it is a, it seems to be a reaction to, or a, a response to encountering God's love and encountering God's spirit. Um with, you know, with the early church, Paul, I think it's Paul, chats about how, like, they're overflowing with uh, sung worship because they're filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, it's one of the signs of the Holy Spirit that he chats about. Um, mm. And uh, I, th- I think, you know, we want to know God's love. Like, you know, he died so that we could have relationship with him. That's, you know, um, he loved us so much that he gave his only son so we could be with him Um, and just you know so he could save us for a relationship with him and i uh i just i think that's that's an amazing calling to have relationship with our creator and the the encountering his love and understanding that first then translates into worship and a genuine almost like a a thank you song like being like Mm -hmm. Or even like just a thank you life, like thank you for this gift of being me, who you created me to be. And I know I messed up and a little bit and it's a little bit, you know, blurry and I've got some smudges on me, but I love that you wanted to create me. And I love that you have a a plan for me and a way of getting back to the way you designed me to be so much that you would give everything that you hold dear for me um, so that you could restore me. And that's, I think that's something worth you know saying thank you for as as a as a song as 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 worship it's it's a response to being like yeah like i i understand that in my heart and overflowing gratitude and thanks is my response and i think 
for me, you know, there's so many aspects to it, but that's one that I, I, I'd like to at least hold on to, well, hold on to right now is that, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a thank you song uh, and a thank you life that points back to him. And like, it's amazing because we, because of that, we know we can always do it. Yeah. There is no reason why not yeah. at any point in time, regardless of what is happening to us, because of the drastic amazingness of yeah. how God is um, yeah. and what he does. So yeah. there's always something to praise. Um, it makes it makes sense because, I mean, the all the creatures and the elders in heaven, you know, the creatures, they see him all day long and their response constantly is holy 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 you know like yeah. and then they see something new and they're like holy you know like again like it's like they never get tired of it like there isn't worship yeah. fatigue there isn't you know like because they're looking at him and they keep mm. seeing something new for all eternity because somehow he's he's like totally of old there is no shadow of changing or shadow due to change like there's he's not he's unchanging but also somehow always new um and so they like see him and they're like whoa holy no it's like their worship is just a response like wow i saw something i saw something else that's amazing wow I've never holy, read it like that. wow <laughs> you're different you're set apart holy wow you know yeah <laughs> it's like i think that is the most authentic worship because like worshiping as a response like is that is authenticity because it comes from that connection with him and yeah. seeing him as he is so we are now at the point in this podcast that i have aptly named worse <laughs> every time worse every time <laughs> 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 Maybe I should write down uh, worship <laughs> recommendations for the people. Woo! 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 So uh, <laughs> this is the part where we bring to you some worship recommendations for your beautiful ears mm. to be blessed with. Mm. Um, from whatever we wish. I always say no pressure, guys. Whatever you want to share. We had some absolute crackers last time. We went all the way back to 1979. <laughs> um, so nothing is out of bounds. Um, so yeah, what have we got for today's Ooh. worship recommendations for, to, for the people today? Yeah, yeah. All right, go on then. I like to listen to other people. Me too. To that way be mine. <laughs> nice. That's sneaky. So, oh, dang. Okay, yeah. Oh, do you want me to go first um, then? God, pushing me out of my comfort zone. It's all good. That's almost like someone suggested we should do that. Whoa. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, that was Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, um. <laughs> So a <laughs> album that has been my commuting worship song, which has just been an absolute joy, has been Shane and Shane. Oh, yeah. I love Shane and Shane, man. Yes. Oh, oh you know. Carry on yes, talking. that's correct. Oh, are, you talking, are you talking about their vintage, their new album, the vintage one? Wow. I haven't heard it. Hey, that, that one. I was actually going to oh, talk yeah. about Guys, that one as well. I hear this the click great recommendation. I'm, I'm, I'm adding it to a playlist right now. Shane and wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, oh, it's just <laughs> Click, kind of refreshed and just spiced up hymns that are just you know, they're amazing. I love it. I've just seen Ancient of Days is on here. Yes, I, yes. May, I may cry, literally, may cry. all of them. I listened and cried, like, all of them are my childhood of worship. Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare your glory. Every knee shall bow in your throne. In worship you will be exalted, O God. And your kingdom shall not pass away, O ancient of days. It's like, 
Hello, wake up. Remember how good these tunes are. Like people wrote them, and just the words, and it's basically just scripture, but poetic. I love it. I can't recommend it highly enough. Go buy and stream and do whatever you want to do. Excellent recommendations to kick off. Pumped. Wow. Very okay, hard to so... follow. I'm, I'm, no, go, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, this is, I mean, this was tough because I had ideas and then I got on here and Tifa was like, you know, you got to go rogue. You got to tell the people, like, special things that they don't from, know already. From my you own perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh no, I don't know if my suggestions are rogue enough. Okay. It's okay if they're not. Okay, go okay. Well, I'm just going to be honest about what I am worshipping to. So, mm. presently... What is taking me in? Nice. Yeah, authenticity. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so what has been taking me into the presence of God is everything from Maverick City Music. Um, yeah, particularly their song Promises and their song Communion and basically everything that they ever put out. Okay. And then, so, and then, yes, okay, yes. So, yeah, yes. you can add all, like, every, all of the, all of those songs to your playlists. Um, and then, really been enjoying, in particular, uh, the song, a song called Kind by Ben Potter. So, you can look that up. That is a song that I listen to on repeat lately. That, it just, it's like... I just can like nuzzle into the heart of the father, you know, while I listen. So that's a good one. Yep. That's all for now. I know, I feel the pressure now. Yeah. This is why you guys are going to be so rogue. Y'all. The hostess of the mostest. What have you got to offer? <laughs> you guys are like, I like to wait and listen, but I like to go first so that I don't feel pressure. That I feel right now, um, but as I say to everyone else, doesn't matter. Just share what you want. Chill, bro. Okay. So if I could only have one, which I can have more than one because yeah. we're in charge here. Um, but um, there is a worship group, or it might be a church. I'm not sure, but it's called Porter's Gate. Have you heard of them? Porter's Gate? No. Um, so there's a song in particular, so, uh, Paul Zach is in it, Liz Weiss, you know Liz Weiss, she's in it. If you don't know mm -hmm. those two separately, go and listen, great songs. Um, but Porter's Gate in particular, so they're kind of together in it. They have, um, I sent you one of them, Ashton. It was, A God is a Friend of Silence, do you remember? No. Oh God is, oh, okay, well, she liked it at the time. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. So clearly that song really hits home, guys. So... <laughs> <laughs> um so they yeah, but the one particular is called We Abide We Abide in You and on the same album Um We Labour On to Glory is another absolute club classic banger. I mean, last week I figured out uh, why well, I put in little clips, didn't I? Made it fancy, so I'll do it again. Mm. You know, yeah. made it all fancy. Ooh. Made it very podcasty, didn't it? It was podcasty. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. Add a little spice. Very, 
a little bit of spice. Yeah. A little bit of plastic. <laughs> a little bit of Monica. You gotta put the growl <laughs> on it. Monica in my life. Oh my gosh. No. I don't think I could. No? <laughs> Not into that? Okay. <laughs> Recommendations for your ears. You know, get in touch. Let us know if you have any yourselves. We have a playlist that I haven't changed the name. It's just called Far and Wide Top Picks. Does what it says on the tin. So go and find that on Spotify. I'll put a link to it um, in whatever the description box is. Description box. I don't even know what I was trying to say. Yeah, now I was trying to say box, but what <laughs> what was trying just to come one. out instead? Who knows? <laughs> what, like, Who knows? Boxes, boxes, boxes. Oh my gosh. But in the description box. Um, so go and have a follow. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's episode three, everyone. Um, guys, right. uh, you two, thank you very much for joining me virtually and for sharing and for blessing myself and I'm sure anyone who is listening to this now and yeah and for you guys who are listening now as always we pray uh, yeah that God will speak to you and will bless you through this um, and yeah he just reveals something to you you know we live in a life where we can have revelation every second of the day so we pray if, that you will experience that um, yeah and that you're well that you have peace where you are and that you feel the presence, you feel the love of God with you today. We are very thankful that you had sat here for at least an hour and listened to our babble babble, as Brett would say. Babble babble. <laughs> babble babble. Babble babble. I'm trying to think. If I, I feel like I'm at the end of church and I have notices, you know. I'm trying. Teas and coffees not... will be available at the back. <laughs> <laughs> if you are gluten no free or lactose free, please alert the people serving. Do you guys do that? We don't do that. We just let those guys fend for themselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Really? <laughs> it's like roulette. It's like, it might have gluten in it. Might not. <laughs> Cow or oat. Who knows? Finding out. We'll pray for you everything, after. Everything is clearly marked, okay? Um, <laughs> but no. It's been a true joy to be with you today. Do you have any Same. parting words, guys? Or are, are your parting words just bye? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Go well. Go well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go well. Okay. Go well. We will... Go well. Go uh... well. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been working on something. I got it. Think oh, outside on. the box. <laughs> Stop! Oh my gosh, we could we could totally sing something. Ooh. What? Oh yeah, Brett, you should do an outro because you did an intro. Yes. Can I just cop copy and paste the clip? That no. Just no. what a fresh outro because it's the end now. Can you start. set? Can you set a drum beat for me? Uh, I mean. Can you? Here we go. I'm gonna cowbell it. Ooh. This has been the Squadcast with Lenatifa Ashton and Brett. We have been thinking about how to be authentic in the presence of the Lord. We have been talking very fast and we've been talking very long. And we do pray that you have a good day and you meet the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh that hurts. <laughs> wow.